pastor came up to me about five weeks ago and asked me to give a sermon today about my experiences since, or my adulthood experiences, so in everything from high school pretty much. And it was amazing, like literally on the spot, something pops in my head, I knew what I had to give right away. And the only person that could have gave that to me was God, you know. Just like a devil puts a bad thought in your head, this about what I wanted to give today was patience, and that's like instant thought. Um, but first off, I want to start off with a quick prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. I thank you for giving me safe travels and everyone else safe travels here today. God, I uh, just want you to give me the proper words to say so I can get my message across clearly. Um, I thank you for even putting this thought into my head because I know how I usually am before giving public speeches. I got I get all anxious and it never goes. I mean, it always usually goes well, but I don't like the time period leading up to it. But you gave me a calming. You called my heart and I did not even feel anxious before giving this speech today. Um, and that can only be you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, like I was saying, I am usually an anxious person, but that is a sermon for another day. <laughs> um, but, uh, right out of high school, I had a plan for my, my life and how I thought I was going to go. And I can tell you nothing that I thought I was going to, I didn't think anything that I thought where I would be in my next 10 years is where I am today. Um, right out of high school, I thought I'd be a paramedic, and I learned quickly that that is not what I wanted to go into. <laughs> I'm a squeamish person, and blood uh, it just doesn't do it for me. I don't like needles. I don't could never imagine myself administering a shot to somebody else. Um, I wish I would have took more time in in prepping right out of high school what I wanted to do before just jumping into it, and I wouldn't have student debt. <laughs> Student debt is fun, <laughs> especially because we're going right into repayments and just started back up this month. So, you know, it sucks. Um, but like I said, uh, patience is something that was a hard lesson for me, and I think I can say I'm getting to a place. I wouldn't say I'm there yet, but I'm getting there. And I can give you give you guys a few examples of times where, patience could have been virtue and the first thing that popped in my head was the first time I went to buy a car with faster um, we went to a car auction and uh, went there and I was like I'm going to buy something today I you know not, no patience towards it I uh, we went there and I seen this truck pastor looked at it and he's like I wouldn't do it <laughs> no and of course, oh, I like this. I love this truck. It looked nice, and I was like, "This is gonna be my truck." I bid for it. I got it. And that truck was the worst nightmare of my life. I think I spent more money on that truck fixing it every other week, literally, for the three years that I had it. And I wish I would have bought that truck. <laughs> that was like right there. If I would have waited, I could have probably got me some decent. And some even recent, I bought another car, which I probably should have waited a little more time. Spent the whole check last year on a refund when I told my car. Um, got a, a car for four grand that lasted me eight months and it had all type of problems, you know. Probably shouldn't have did it. But, you know, patience is a hard lesson to learn, you know, it's something I wanted right then and there, and, but right out of high school, um, two things that I was looking for the most was love, and, of course, a steady career, and both of those things I now have, but, of course, getting married 10 years later was not my plan, I planned on getting married younger, um, Another thing I did get to which I really wanted, but 
it did not happen in the time period that I wanted it was. I became a store manager at my job a few years ago. Um, but I was not expecting it in the time period that I got it in. Um, right out of like high school, I was chasing my careers and I was working extra hard. Money is something I wanted, I needed now, so I started working two jobs. Probably put my uh, uh, schooling career in the back burner because I was working so much, so please less time for studying. Because I thought, hey, I have money now, I need it now. Instead of going to school, you're going to school so you can get to a career where you'll get money later. Um, and that was something that I was not thinking about. It had to be now. I wanted to advance my career. Of course, I probably went to a management job, started working full time plus an extra job while I was in college, while going to college full-time. So you can see there could be a problem there. And in school, in college, I strove for the bare minimum. I passed my classes, but I passed them with a barely passing grade. It's because I was putting minimal effort in because I didn't feel like putting maximum effort because I was A, tired, or B, I didn't want to. You know, it's just habit out of high or high school where I wasn't great at studying. That's not my that's not my not my forte, but it's something that I definitely had the tools around me to get, and something that probably would even cost me less money because I had to go to school for an extra year because I failed a few classes. So I was working backwards. I'm trying to save money or make money. But here I am 10 years later paying for something that probably could have cost or to save myself an extra five grand literally out of school debt if I would have put my time towards my uh, schooling and tried the hardest I could to finish my degree in three, four years or four years, which I should have been instead of failing three, four classes, which cost me an extra semester which wasn't literally an extra five grand. Yeah. Um, problems right out of high school. And then on top of that, I'm working so much. And on top of that, I was looking for companionship. I forced probably a few relationships that I probably shouldn't have been in. Um, and that, you know, that led, led to depression of, uh, you know, heartbreaks that, Probably, like, looking back, I shouldn't have been with some of those people. They weren't good for me, you know. Um, and those are stuff that I usually kept to myself because I always told my mom, I would introduce you to the person that I, when I know that they're the person for me, I would introduce you to them. I don't want to bring any, you know, unnecessary drama into my parents' or family's life. And as you guys know, as of recently, I have somebody that, you know, I probably was looking for the entire time, and she's definitely been a blessing to me, and God-fearing, and everything I wanted in a woman, and I can tell you that is more, more happy that I've been in, like, my entire life, um, but, uh, first off, I want to, uh, give you guys the American definition of patience. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. The definition of patience through our, um, I forget the, um, I forget which dictionary. I googled it. Um, but, uh, that's pretty much what I I can say because, you know, when something doesn't come in the time that you want it, of course, the feeling is to get angry or upset about it. Um, and God mentions through the Bible several, a lot, you know, it's all over the Bible of mentioning him, mentioning patience. I can give you a few examples. Um, Galatians. Uh, Six, chapter 
or Second Galatians. I'm sorry, Second Galatians. I'm sorry, that's a lie. I, I have it written in my notes weird. Galatians six, chapter nine. Or chapter 6, verse 9. I said that word. When it says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Another example. Um, I apologize. I kind of just blocked them up together and to give a summary of what I'm going to say. Um, but the next uh, chapter would be Romans 8, verses 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, we will wait for it with patience. So what I took from that verse is that just because some, you do not know what's going to come um, in the future um, doesn't mean you need to force the action. Um, and like I said, that's pretty much with my, my uh, goal of college or same thing with my love life. And like I said, I did the opposite of both of those, going right out of high school, um, because, of course, I forced a career, which, or I shouldn't say I forced a career, I forced learning for a career that I had no business being in, or that I, knowing myself, should have not have pursued. Um, and like I said, I've already told you, of forcing relationships that I shouldn't have been in by not being patient. Um, and only uh, God knows what's coming. If you're truly patient in him, you will find what you're truly looking for. Um, another example, Ephesians 4, verse 2. all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Um, what I took from that verse is, is um, definitely looking through um, if you really believe within Jesus' word and faith in other people and with patience that you will truly get what, 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 what you will truly get to what comes to you. That's what I took from that verse. Um, and I can say in my adulthood that is something that has been a problem for me because I definitely have not had humility or I should say um, I can say I 100% believe in a God I've always right out of high school and no one can change that for me there's stuff that I've seen and and seen him do that none, no one can ever take that away from me but believing that he has love for me to do what he says he's going to do that is something I struggled with. Um, so that would that would sometimes just in that would make me distant. Um, people ask, "Oh, why won't you come to church?" Well, um, sometimes I would schedule myself on purpose on Sundays because I didn't have to go to work every single Sunday. It was probably me sub subconsciously avoiding it, avoiding coming to church um, because I some point believe that God didn't have the love for me to do what he said he was going to do.
because I wasn't patient in his word, stuff wasn't coming at my time, or um, coming in a timely fashion that I believe that I would have stuff in. And, and it didn't take up until a few years ago where I started to truly believe that he does have love for me. And every even in those times I had doubt, he was doing, making moves in my life that I... No, it was only him, but I think I was pushing it to the back burner. Subconsciously trying not to believe in it. Um, because in those times, I've had promotions in my job. He put me towards a business track um, and led me to uh, graduate college with a business degree um, that I've that has significantly have helped me in my my career. I reached my store management position. Um, store management position at Famous Footwear. And because of my business degree, I was able to add an extra eight grand a year on my salary that was, the, the average pay for the position was, you know, around 40, 45K. I was able to ask for over 50 because just having that, piece of paper. Um, and of course, like I said, I found love and that was also truly a blessing. Um, and I was e able, even help, able to help her learning everything I've learned in business. She wants to pursue management. She's something that she's um, recently looked into and she asked me to give her you know questions on practice management interview questions you know some simple like that so me to me at least um, and this is something that I only think I do every question that I practice interviewed with her with was every question that they asked her on her interview so she knew every answer <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's small stuff like that that you know, it just like it for me. It just circles around like, how would I never know to I could be give someone a practice interview and you know I've done it so many times that it it was like perfect for her. It helped her, and I've gone to help many other people with practice interviews. Like, small stuff like that. Like, I've practiced uh, management interview questions. I've, I think I've helped at least 10 people, and they've all gotten management jobs. Um, and stuff like small things like that that I never thought I would ever do in life to get help other people pursue what they wanted to pursue. Um, my mom and grandma gave me a verse. Um, that I use all the time because it's just something because I'm an, I am an anxious person and the verses uh, Philippine uh, Phil the Phil I can't pronounce it Philippines Philippians yes 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 Philippians uh, chapter four verse six. <laughs> And that verse is, do not be anxious about anything, but in every, in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanks, thanksgiving, present your request to God. Um, and that is a verse that I think in the last, this recent year or so, I can say I go back to frequently because this is probably one of the few verses that I can memorize by heart and I have definitely passed that on other people too because I know a lot of people suffer or deal with the same things that I deal with. Maybe they not might not be anxious in the same things. Maybe anxious for other things that come into our life, but I feel like anxiety it will stir you away from things. 
Um, I know I I've definitely not done a lot of things in my life because of the anxiety leading up to it. Um, I uh, I don't know. I I I don't like to give speeches, but I always do a really good job when I do it. Anything that people request, like plays, getting up in front, doing plays, um, even like, even like like small other things like visits from a, a higher up boss, like those always give me really bad anxiety. And every single time that I've been put in things where I got really anxious about. They always turned out for the best. Um, um, I need to stop saying them because that was a big word I always got knocked off for for in public speaking for saying in public speaking. <laughs> um, but. The moral of my message today is that patience is something that I lacked, and it's something that I feel like he's shown me over the years that he definitely comes through. I know there will be more things that I'm pretty sure that I'm going to not be patient about, but it's something that I know that I've doubted him before, and I was wrong every time, every single time. And he's proven through and shown me that he's the only one that can do it, and I have to work at his time. Because five years ago, even five years ago, if you would have ever told me I would have been married right now, I would have, I would have doubted you. No way. If you would have told me that I would ever been upper management five years ago, no way. I don't believe this is coming, and you know, I I would have I would have I would have doubted you. And he proved all those things to be true, and every time that I've faced situations where I didn't think the best would come out of the, on the other end of the of the of the other end of the rainbow they've always proven best for me and he's always given me the words to say in times where I didn't feel like I didn't have anything to say or I would always thought I would Bring for, put forth the wrong message or people won't receive what I'm saying well. And he's always giving me the words to say. And for him, I can only take him for it. I would like to end in prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you for giving me this time to come up here and express myself. I thank you for giving me the platform to share what I've gone through. Some of the stuff that I haven't even said to someone else in speaking. That is not my strong suit. I'm not an expressive person. I, uh, you know how anxious I am as a person. I don't like to stress. I don't like to feel hardship. And I just want, I, I'm, I'm a person that wants everything to go smoothly and I want to succeed in life. And I now know within the last few years that you've definitely been growing. There are going to be bumps across the road 
going to experience hardship. That's inevitable because there's a devil in this world. We've got to make sure of it. But we always prevail because you're the one in, you are the light at the end of the tunnel. And without you, there would be no hope. Because you died on the cross for us. You made sure we all had hope. And that's why we can always smile at the end of the day. We can look up and we can give you our problems. There's no better feeling than that. Just put people in, your, in my life that's been more in the help than they know because I'm not a great at telling them that. I thank you for those people. Thank you for putting me through those hardships because without those hardships, how could I ever tell somebody what I've been through? How can I ever know without bumping my head, make myself relatable to people? I wouldn't be able to. And that's what makes it more genuine. I thank you for those struggles, Jesus. And that's something at the time I probably couldn't have said. But now I'm at a point where I can see why you put me through those struggles. Maybe I put myself through those struggles. Because if I was patient, maybe I would have avoided those, some of those struggles. I wasn't patient. And it took me years to figure out maybe I was doing it to myself. We as people are so quick to point the blame. Sometimes we need to point the figure towards ourselves because we're the ones that are putting ourselves through these dramas and don't want to admit it. Thank you, dear Lord. Pretty sure I'm going to be pointing myself, the finger at myself many more times in the future. But that's just us as humans. We're not perfect. Even though we strive our hardest to be perfect. At the end of the day, we have to give our struggles up to you. And you will lay the path that we need to go to in the future. Thank you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Pass or use just say pass, okay? Yeah. Life isn't always easy, is it? Not at all. It's not always fair. What is it like being, what, 26, 27? 28. A week ago. A week ago. What does it feel like being a 28 year old and mid-management having to supervise other people and deal with many different issues? Um, personally, I I enjoy it. 
I love uh, guiding other people to what I would say success. Um, I feel like I always do my best to put people in, in a position to succeed. And that's why I feel like it, it's a blessing because coming out of high school, I would never thought I would have been in a position to lead people. So it wasn't your plan. It may have been God's plan mm-hmm. to put you where you are to help lead other people. A few years back, I remember when you lost a job, but yet you followed all the rules on that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was rough. Um, and at that point, I think I blame God because I think He took away something from me that. I worked really hard to get to. And at the end of the day, it was, he was probably pulling me out of a position because I was comfortable. And I think he put me in a position to grow. And that's not something I didn't see right away up until probably the last six months or so where I'm making more money than I did when I was at Famous. And I'm at a position where I can grow even further than what I was at Famous Footwear. And that's not something I would have seen even up to when I got the job. Isn't it great that promotion comes from God? And when we think somebody has treated us unfairly, and you felt you were treated unfairly, Mm -hmm. because you followed all the company's rules, but they still blamed you for the situation Mm -hmm. and let you go. And you worked pretty hard to get to where you were at as manager at that position and then to have the rug pull out from under you yeah but isn't it great that God knows where he wants you to be and he places you there yeah it is it's it can be hard sometimes isn't it yeah because you don't know the plan you don't know the full plan and again if you're not patient for it said it, it, patience is something that I'm slowly learning. We all are. Yeah, and not knowing the plan is something I know personally I can't, it's hard for me to accept. Well, I'm going to talk about another area that was hard for you maybe, and, and maybe you can share with us, and if you say pass, we'll pass it. You lost your father at a very early age. What do you think that did to you and how did you bounce back? Well, personally, in the situation of losing my father, um, I always think to uh, what could have been in the short time that I'd known him. But at the same time, um, I think it left a sore spot, but at the same time, I uh, was blessed with a stepfather that I would never replace in my life. That's a hard one. But you overcame. Yeah. And that's the victory that God became a father because there's something that you said earlier 
And we'll close with this one, and I want to give you a verse to hang on to. That you felt God didn't love you? <laughs> Could you tell us a little bit more detail why you thought God didn't love you? And what was that real point that brought you to a point that you understood God loved you? Um, every time things would go wrong in life, dating from just just things going wrong, like car problems, relationships, people backstabbing me. I don't. I'm going through. I. The thinking, I was just going through this because maybe I did something wrong. Maybe he doesn't love me. Maybe, I don't know. Any any excuse you can give yourself. But there was always a light at the end of the tunnel. I've always had shoulders to lean on. I'm not, I said it before, I'm not an expressive person, so maybe I won't go to people with my problems, but mom, grand, grandma, other people in my life, friends, always knew I was going through something, and I was always comforted into it without even telling what was wrong. And that's a blessing. Amen. I'm going to give you a verse, and then I'm going to ask a couple of men to meet you right down there, lay hands on you, because you know something? God's not done with Donovan yet. You're just starting. No. You may not see yourself leading a company, but you might be leading a com- company one day. You might be in the area where you're in personnel, and that's your main job, training their future leaders. Mm-hmm. We don't know what God has for you. But there's that song we sing, God hasn't brought me this far to what? To leave us. Mm-hmm. God hasn't brought Donovan this far to just leave you. Mm-hmm. You're just starting. Here's a verse. Like Grandma gave to you, I'm going to give to you, and I want you to hang on to it for life. God says in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30, those who honor me, that has to be a definite step. That everything in your life, you want to do it in such a way that it really honors the Lord. Those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me will be distrained or despised. But if you honor God in your job, in your life, in your marriage, in everything you do, Donald, He who will humble himself under the mighty hand of God, God will exalt. If you honor him as a godly man, there's no telling where you're going to wind up at. We can do a lot of good things on our own. But boy, you bring God into the picture. It changes. You bring a couple of Kleenex on and... I want to encourage you as you've discovered God loves you. You know what you have not discovered? How much he loves you. Amen. And that's what I want you to discover in this lifetime. How much God really does love you and the real plan God has for you. Amen. You go ahead down there. Can I get a couple of men to come up?
and just surround him and pray for him. Um, life is difficult. Life is not easy. Life sometimes pushes us. And, 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 and life has a way of putting a lot of roadblocks in front of us. The question is, will you give up or will you keep going? Will you give up or will you keep going? Will you believe God is bigger than your problem? Will you believe God is able to give you the victory? I hope you caught what he said. I never thought being out of high school I would be where I am. That's God. That's God. Gentlemen? I just want to say something before we pray. Um, One thing that I want the guys to catch this too especially. Donovan is a manly man. He is a man. And I call myself the same, right? I'm a man too, just like him. But the more you learn about what God does in your life, sometimes just makes you emotionally burst. And you're where the tears come out because you recognize that he's made you more sensitive to what he's trying to say to you and what he's trying to speak to you about. You know, I'm... I turn around. I showed my I showed my wife like a cartoon, a comic strip the other day, and I was just bawling over it because it, it was talking about being sensitive to someone else's feelings if they're having a hard time. That guy cut me off in the parking lot. Why was what was going on with him? And come to find out, the real story was that his wife had left him. He was having a hard time with his marriage. He was having difficulty. He was losing his job. And sometimes we have to remember what God does to give us enlightenment through the Spirit. To not think so much about, why is everything bad happening to me? Rather, focus on what God is doing in your life and showing you something you didn't know was happening. But it was all for the good. So always keep that in mind. You know when God speaks to you, sometimes he just makes you think about, where would I be without him? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for Donovan's message this morning. And we thank you for speaking through him to us and reminding us that we sometimes don't understand everything that happens to us at a given moment. And that is where patience must be exercised. Lord, you tell us in Romans chapter 12 to be patient in you, but also remain prayerful. And we thank you for those lessons that you have taught us this morning. We are indeed human. We don't understand everything that happens to us or why things happen to us when we know we've done what was right. But yet what you're showing us, Lord, is that you have us in your very hands. You know all about what's coming today and what's coming in the future for us. And we thank you for teaching us as we go. We learn lessons through our hardships. We learn how to handle things in the future so that when they come about, we won't be caught off guard or surprised. And we learn how to speak to others about this thing called patience because of the things that we experience. Lord, we thank you that you're not done with us. We thank you that you know all about us. You know our hearts. Teach us, Lord, as we go. Give us empathy.
for others as they go through difficulty. I pray that you work with Donovan and continue to encourage him with your very presence. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for Donovan and giving him the courage to speak to us of how God has, how you have um, worked in his life. And as I work with uh, young people every day, talking with them, and as I look back on my own life, um, there are a lot of decisions that, that are made that we don't run by you, that we don't trust you enough. And, Lord, it puts us in a position where uh, it could have been different if we would have just reached out, called out, believed, and trusted in you. So, Lord, as you have allowed uh, me and my family to see Donovan grow up and to live his life, Lord, I just thank you for keeping him, protecting him, and allowing him to see you uh, in a different way. Lord, I pray for this time and beyond that he will look to you and that he will cling to you and that he will believe and trust that not only you have his best interests at heart, but his families now that he is married and he has responsibilities to lead his family. So that I ask that we all um, just keep our arms wrapped around Donovan and his family. And that we will be some, someone who he can uh, contact in times of need. And that we would all continue to point him to Jesus. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, before I pray, I want to say a thing or two about, about your tears. A preacher told me one time, when I got to know the Lord, he said, there'll be times you'll be crying. I asked him, what for? He said, God is still washing you from your sins. He want to make you holy on the day that he look up on you. So when you feel like crying because the Holy Spirit has raised up in you, let it flow. Now I'm going to pray for you. Father, we thank you for giving this young man the courage to come and stand before us and deliver, lay his heart on the line and deliver your word of all the things that he is doing, that you is doing for him. And we just thank you, Lord. May Donovan be an example to the other young man about what God can do. Keep your trust in him. Walk in his footsteps. Talk to him in those quiet moments. And he will correct you and guide you with the Holy Spirit that he has put in you. And may you continue to learn and listen at the spirit that dwells within you. And keep us all, Lord. May we all have a foothold on what you are teaching us, what you are delivering us through the young man, through our pastors and so forth. May we keep our ears open. Father, we thank you for who you are in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Father, 
we commend him again into your hands and into your keeping. And Lord, we ask that, Lord, the Holy Spirit will anoint him anew and afresh. And that, Lord, in management, O oh God, he will shine as a bright star for you. Put it in his mind and his heart that you have just begun to work in his life. And Lord, there's nothing stopping him from being the manager of a 500 or whatever those clubs are up there, that Lord, he can manage a large company. Prepare him for that. But in that preparation, prepare his heart to have Bible studies with those who are under him. Prepare him to see not only how he trains individuals to be leaders and managers, but to see how you train and prepare people to be leaders in management. Thank you for this mission field that you have placed him in. Thank you for the heart that you've given him for people. Thank you, Lord. He wants to teach people and encourage them. Thank you, O oh God, for what you have deposited in his life. Bring it all to pass for your glory. Use him, Lord. He's your servant. Use him for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.